Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the CB Show. Today we have a very, very special episode today because we have Alex and Chucks here from First of Figures. What's going on, guys? And welcome. Thank you so much for having us. We really appreciate that. Um, it's really great to finally be able to jump on one of these chats with CV. Absolutely. Thank you. Brilliant. Uh, on top of that, we also have our usual ragtag team of misfits. I am Johnny, a.k.a. The, be the Bedroom One. As I the Bedroom bang One? <laughs> well, Bang has nicely labelled us all with various different names. <laughs> bang from the, uh, from the First of Figures groups and all that. Uh, I am the bedroom one. We have English art guy, Richard Melbourne. Oh yes, it's so good to be, so good to be on the chat today. Um, I can't wait to talk about my new Picasso I got in. Nice to meet you. <laughs> we also have the bearded one. That is obviously Rickshaw. Welcome, man. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> and last but most certainly not least, as has been playfully dubbed, the other one, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to that. I'm sorry. What's the other one? I thought only my wife said that. <laughs> it means no one remembers. <laughs> sorry, I Richard. Love you. Oh, are you God, okay? So I was, I was talking to him, and he was like, "Oh, you're great. I've got names for all of you." And he, and I went. He went, I feel like I'm missing one. I went, yeah, Ian. He went, oh, yeah, that other one. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Ian. Whatever. <laughs> so, anyways, we're going to move straight into our first topic, and we are going to talk about First of Figures and the Collectiverse all working together for the Golden Collector Awards. Now, this is going to be, obviously, we're going to go over how we felt the awards have kicked off, why First of Figures chose to support us, why we went to them and asked for their support and their help. So we're going to pass straight over to Alex and Chucks for them to get their opinions on it. Uh, well, absolutely. So, uh, you know, in order to talk about the Collectiverse, uh, the, the, the awards, it's really important to understand how we sort of got to know about you guys and the journey on that to understand the reasoning why we were um, very, very happy to sponsor it. And it all started off actually because of you, Johnny. Uh, I can actually, my first recollection of you or just sort of understanding, um, you know, seeing you was a video you had done under Seraphin's Nerdpool and you were talking specifically about Sonic the Hedgehog. And what we had, um, what you had done is you had, you were rallying people because you knew that our silver sales, which was one of the earlier ones in our Sonic the Hedgehog line, wasn't doing quite um, as, expect, as expected for us. Um, and then there were some sort of talks about potentially sort of stopping the line or what have you. And we were basically saying that the next in that series, which was going to be the 25th anniversary Sonic, was going to be the one that basically tested the litmus you know, to test whether or not we continue with that line. And you were rallying people on your channel and you said, you know, not pot potentially something that you particularly would buy yourself because you're more into, uh, my understanding is more into sort of comics and video, I'm sorry, comics and uh, uh, film-based collectibles. But you were certainly saying it would be a massive shame if the Sonic line would to stop. And that was my first ever video that I ever seen, uh, that I ever saw of you guys, or well, saw of, of you, Johnny, in particular. And it was really, really amazing to see that 
this kind of support, which has come from simply you being in the club and seeing what Chuckles writes or seeing what we say about oh, where are the Sonic fans, where are the Sega fans, <laughs> to take that and then create a video and it really highlights the importance of the collectors, the community and ground roots, grassroots support. For me, that is my first introduction to you and therefore when you came to me to talk about CV, I already had an impression of you at that stage to make it the conversation about CV just that much smoother. Chocks. Yeah, absolutely. I remember now, now everything's coming back to me. It's like I remember uh, it was started off really simple. It was like the, the hashtag save FRF Sonic. Right. And then it's like, mm, it's like some people were like complaining about mm, it sounds like, you know, at the end of the world. But some people look at it from a different point of view. And uh, Johnny picked it up and, you know, it was like right at the beginning. He was right, right from the beginning where, where right. people started. To, OK, this makes sense. Let's make make some uh, videos, yes. uh, recording YouTube's, and then some people like, uh, you know, like posting it across all the over different groups and stuff. Yeah. So it was really good. Yeah, and so you know, Johnny, let's talk about that time when you you hit you hit me up. Uh, we'd been sort of initial conversations. We were like, you know, how are you? You know, thanks very much for doing that video. And then you, uh, what was it? Um, maybe what a couple, September? When did you guys launch? Uh, First of September. Yeah, so it would have been it would have been August that we reached out to you and we spoke about Collectiverse, explained what all of us were doing when we come together, and basically how it was continuing to just still be about community and supporting the community. So that's why we came to you because we know that's exactly what you guys want to do as well. So absolutely, you know, it was very having already had that impression from you already. So when you talked about this, it, it made total sense because. You know, we've been all about the community from what really has developed over time since we set up the Collectors Club from the beginning of Janu January uh, 2016. And to see the community grow in such a way that the, in the community affects us and really, really influences our decisions on a lot of things. Not everything. <laughs> there are some things that we uh, we we um, we uh, stick to ourselves, but definitely some things that we let the we, we hear the voice of the community, and the power of the community is just monumental. And to ignore it would be at your own peril because it's it doesn't make any sense to ignore that. The collectors ultimately are the ones that keep us doing what we love to do and. In order to show any support on that, why wouldn't you jump all over it? So, you know, it was absolutely our honor, uh, Johnny, for you to uh, hit us up to talk about this. and to, Because, of course, it wasn't even live at the time. And it was something that you were working on before even, before the, you know, in August, so before the 1st of September. So it was really exciting to get there right at the very, very beginning, Chocks. Mm. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, like, I'm always on the, in, in the club chatting every single day. I've been talking to, uh, um, you know, these guys, not not every single person, because because like only a few of these guys at the beginning. I'm sure, right? Only a few guys were in in our club. It was only like when I actually first uh, saw Rick, uh, you know, up to his antics in a different video <laughs> outside of our club. <laughs> now I don't want to name I don't want to name one? names and companies and all that, but I definitely recognised Rick from somewhere else. Yeah. And then when he was in the club, and there was like, was that? Was that Beards Gone Wild? I've seen that. <laughs> Beards Gone Wild. Um, you should watch it. I was only, a, yeah, it was a couple of months back. Then uh, then everything started coming together. And then when Alex told me, hey, guys, uh, Chocks, these guys are trying to come up with something uh, very different. 
Uh, it's like collectors for the collectors, and I was like, oh wow, this is quite interesting. And then it, that kind of just snowballed into where we are today. Really. My my first my first recollection of Rick was when I saw Movember Gone Wild <laughs> 2006, um, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, hasn't stopped since. <laughs> Eleven years and keep no. on going. <laughs> <laughs> Rick's like our mascot. Like he, seriously, if Rick, if if we yeah. ever lose Rick, if we ever lose Rick, we're gonna prop him up like weekend at Bernie's and just take him round. <laughs> he can't leave. He's got to be always with us. He's like yeah, our I'm mascot. Yeah, I'm like institutionalized. Yeah, definitely. The beard. Look forward to the next rant video. Yeah. <laughs> Rogue Rick at it again. I'm not sure if you guys um, are gonna look forward to might, that. You one. might not do. <laughs> <laughs> My brief to him basically was, if you think you're getting too angry, get angrier. That was it. <laughs> so if you think well, you're I going just, a bit over the top, say, just keep going. I just want to say, before you guys watch the rant, uh, remember I love you guys, and it's nothing personal. It's <laughs> 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 nothing personal, yeah, it's nothing personal. <laughs> when Rick tells you to put somewhere, something somewhere, he doesn't actually mean it. I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> Um, I'll I'll, t I'll start talking about um, the launch itself. Uh, first, I want to want to talk about first for figures and coming on board and your support's been amazing. Um, when we first came to you, I think it was just um, a seed in my brain womb or whatever it goes on. Uh, basically, up there, I don't know yet. I'm still trying to figure that out, and professionals are still trying to figure <laughs> that out. What goes on up there. Um, yeah, and it was the the thing about Collectiverse is we watch all these awards and like best statue and stuff but there was never i always think why is it why does no one ever think best review best this so that's where it all started from and we didn't expect it to turn into what it is but every idea we seem to have starts small and we think oh this will be a cute idea and then it turns into this juggernaut that i can't control anymore it's just not why it does it just does um so yeah so it turned into this thing about collectors and giving back to the community and then it turned into okay now we're really giving back to the community um, so yeah, so bringing first for figures on, not only did it make the community stand up and say, wow, these guys believe in these guys, so maybe this is real, you know what I mean? And it's, and it's sad that that has to happen for some to seem real, but it did. Uh, but it also, I couldn't think of a better company who summarized the message of Collectiverse and also the communication that we like to have with people and how real we like to get. I mean, that last chat, I've had people come up to me and say, Jesus, I've never seen not many people get that real on a chat talking about something that's quite usually behind curtains a bit on the hobby and stuff. Like when I was talking about the sort of competition between channels and what goes on and stuff. And and yeah, I was a bit out on a limb. But, but I think that first of figures, how you listen to fans. And I've been for this and opposed to this in the past of how much you listen to fans purely not because you do but because some i don't like some people taking advantage of that but that's a different complete chat um but i appreciate that you do listen to your fans and you do listen to your group and you're really involved in it and i think bigger companies are starting to take notice of that as far as like sideshow and prime one and they need to get more involved with the fans and i think you've inspired that and i think that that really is amazing to see so I think you should really pat, pat yourselves on the back for that. You know, it's, it's, I've got to be honest with you guys. We are, in our minds, very, very small potatoes. We're in our own world. And um, we sort of, you know, maybe because we don't have so many, it's not like you're, we're, we're doing um, 
you know, comic stuff or film stuff where there's a lot, a lot of competition and perhaps a lot more people talking about this just because of the nature of the collecting community mainly are more into, uh, you know, these types of products. So whenever we're not... So we feel actually we're quite in our own kind of space and... Yes, of course, there's going to be some areas that there are overlap, but most of the time we feel quite sort of separate from from that. And we're in our own bubble. So for you to say that, you know, perhaps other guys are looking at what we do, is it's an honor. Um, and, uh, you know, again, we just we're just very much with with um, the sort of blinders on. We're just very laser focused on our own community. And if that if other people are sort of seeing that, you know, that that's that's great. Because actually, you know, of course, it's very, very important to have this ability to talk directly to the fans. Now, there is, for example, when I look at our Facebook page and it has 100,000 plus likes, I'm not interested. That's not important to me. The Facebook page, it's very, very much one direction. And that is, we have some information and we're telling you that. And you can discuss about the information that we're giving you. When you have a community, and this is the collector's group, the only thing that Chuckles and I, we pay attention to are how many people, how many members are in the club. Do we ever talk about how many people, how many people like the page? We never do. It's never, it's, it's never a milestone for us. For us, it's how many people are in the group. And that's because we put the group way above that, way above the, 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 um, the front page. And the reason for that is because the moment that you involve a community in your product, there is a sense of ownership. There is a sense of, hey, my voice had an impact, you know, of very, making the assumption that I actually paid attention to what you said in terms of at least making any changes of what you had to say. But it's not just about the changes. <laughs> it's just listening and just being able to have a... Or maybe just even the point of just having something that you can simply put down a product. And, okay, I, my, my, my sort of thoughts are going a little bit off, off, off kilter here. But let's just say, for example, you have a product in real life. It's a first-to-figure statue. You put it in your room. How many times have you ever had real-life friends come over and go, what on earth is that? You paid how much for that? Just not understand it. And to get that kind of that kind of uh, feeling where you feel like, oh, I feel a bit embarrassed to have this here because this guy has come along and just said, oh, I don't like it. Or, or not even they don't like it, but perhaps you spent what you spent that on that doesn't, they just basically don't understand the industry. Then you put that product, that same product into a community which fosters this whole sense of comradeship and where everyone is really happy to see this type of things. And you get you get these, uh, uh, you know, oh, that looks great. You have this, you have that. That kind of community really will help people buying this type of product. And I think that's really, really key. And you've got to foster that. Otherwise, you can be, uh, you know, it's to your detriment if you don't. That, for me, is why the community is so important and why we put so much focus on that as well. I think that's kind of where we relate a bit where you said you're in your own niche because the thing about the Collectiverse is we kind of came along and we seem to find gaps that has been our thing so we found like 
when we started the Collectiverse, we saw there was a lot of forums, there was a lot of groups, there was a lot of YouTube channels, but there was not many websites that did sort of this sort of thing. So we were like, and I mean, I build websites for a living, so we were like, why don't we create a website? And it didn't start as a member website, it just started as another, a bit like a comingsoon.net, but for, for statues. So it was basically like a, a news site and stuff. And then, but then we found it a bit hollow in the message that it was sending. And as far as the, okay, this is, what are we actually giving back with this? Or is it just us trying to make a name for ourselves? And we wanted a bit more of substance behind the actual Collectiverse brand. So we started thinking about, we all watch these channels. I watch Red Titan, I watch MCE, I watch Odd Couple. We all watch them, but I have to go into my subs list, I have to go and find them, I have to do all this stuff. What if we could pull them all into a feed? Okay, that's one good thing. What if I could find all the Deadpool stuff? Just search Deadpool and all these channels, I can find every Deadpool video from everybody. What if I could just search one fourth scale? And it started going from that and we started thinking about how could we actually do this and make it easier for people to find stuff. So find all the first for figure stuff, find all the um, Crash Bandicoot stuff, find all this. Just basically make it simple and easy, but also then, okay, so people are finding stuff on the website. How do we give back with that? Well, what if we pulled the videos in, made them profiles, and then every view that they got went back to their channels, and then people might sub to their channels and they might find new a new fan base through our website. So it kind of just evolved from that, and we kind of found a gap in that. Same with the chat. We love chats, we love your chat and all of us, but we didn't want to copy anybody because I didn't want to just be showing the same reveal stuff every week and as everybody else. So we were like, I love talking, obviously. I love talking. That's an obvious thing. I think we've covered that. Uh, so why don't we? Why don't we do a top? Why don't we do a topic show? Rick likes ranting. That'll be interesting. Um, <laughs> um, Ian's Ian's a bit of a character, even though he's the other one. Um, and Johnny's got a beard. So I thought this this is going to go well. So basically, <laughs> we just thought we'll do it. We'll do a chat, but we'll just do like a topic show. And it was kind of another thing to not threaten people because this community can be quite closed sometimes and a new channel coming along in the pool of everybody else doing something similar to somebody else could seem threatening and could seem like we're trying to compete with the people that we actually call members so it was another thing another thing to sort of to not alarm them we're going to do this sort of chat it's not currently being done so we're not basically competing with anyone but people still think you're competing that was my whole thing last week and and i've kind of now made my peace with it and thought do you know what i don't give a shit so anyway anyway back to the the awards <laughs> kind of went on a bit of a tangent there <laughs> if you still if you're still with us this is about the awards <laughs> when when we were building the website and when we were doing everything for it when you actually start to look at the content all these other creators are actually making and this is where i mean it i will say this was purely richard's idea from the very start the, like the the initial idea of this award show came from richard and you start looking at all the work that everybody does to make these videos and you realize that when you watch these award shows all they want to do is talk about the products so Richard came with came to all of us into the group into our Collectiverse group chat that we had and had put the idea in there about doing an award show that actually gives back to the community. And again, that's why I said it's why we why we enjoy doing this because we want to be able to give something back to say thank you to everybody for all the hard work and effort they make to create all the content, to run all the Facebook groups and to do everything that they're doing. And it's a, another reason, again, with, with you guys being first of figures so heavily entrenched with regards to building a community, why you were the first guys we came to. 
And we appreciate that you another, did. Another reason is, I've already had a couple of people saying, well, if I work hard next year and I get better lights or I do more reviews or I basically improve my branding, which I'm helping a couple of people out with, um, uh, basically, well, maybe next year I'll get nominated. And you know what? Just to inspire people to want to do yeah. this more and to, 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 to be active. Harder. Yeah, to be active more in the community, have something to aim for at the end of the year. Well, or maybe I'll get for this because I'm hoping this will grow. So just to, that that was kind of the whole point. Okay, well, we're giving back to the, the... I know how long it takes to set up lights, to set up cameras, to edit, to, you know what I mean, to render, to get stuff uploaded. It's a bit of a... It is a bit of a job. So these people do deserve... Do these people do deserve a bit of a pat on the back and yeah it's it's not the biggest awards in the world we have like but we wanted actual awards so we've got them um but yeah it, we're hoping it it's, will grow i just gotta say that it inspired me to that get more than like 10 subscribers uh by the end of the year so i'm working hard at it subscribe <laughs> 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 Um, but I actually wanted to create. I want to create a channel called Rick's Beard and see which gets to 200 subscribers. Well, <laughs> I already know how that'll go. Um, <laughs> and the the reality is, these collector awards will inspire the community to get bigger and bigger because you know you say more and more content's being pushed out there. Hopefully, to be nominated the following year or whatever it is. And the more content that's available, the more it inspires people to collect. And if that's more and more collectors in the world. Hey, that's great for producers, so that's great for us, and of course it's great for you guys because also it means that more companies stay in business, therefore there's more more product out there to choose with, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So, you know, definitely I think you did an amazing job to kind of focus on the community side of things rather than just the usual style, which is producer versus producer. That that just serves to uh, to uh, to um, focus on those, whereas what you're doing here is actually building communities well you know what's crazy you know what's crazy though richard is that on the cv website is how many how many people do we have who signed up who just made one video you know what i mean they made one freaking video and they're the same as somebody who's made 800 videos well apart from on the apart from on the collector's page because it was a bit of a dilemma with that page because i wanted the site to be impartial but with the collector's page I didn't want somebody to be at the top because they've got a, a channel that starts with A, but they haven't posted in 12 months. It was kind of like, so I thought, on this page, I'm going to do it by the amount of videos done to give something to encourage people to post more, to do be more active and to do something. But on every other part of the site, it's all by latest post. There's no way of putting it by rating or putting it by this. It's encouraging people to post more content as regularly so you get to the top and post more content so you get moving up the collectors thing and it's kind of a bit of an achievement thing we try to be impartial whenever we can but there has to be a point where you say okay i don't want people to have to search through everybody to find the person that posts the most videos or somebody that's active in the community so because you will get people that won't post for six months or leave the leave the hobby but have got a, a channel but when you got but so when, basically yeah. yeah i'm sorry but when you have one person who or you have a team who has posted one video to me that's more exciting than somebody who's posted a whole bunch of videos because I want to see what these guys are bringing to the table. You know, I want to invest in somebody who's who's new to this this production event. You know, uh, it's just unbelievable to see somebody with one video giving it everything that they have to be a part of this. And I, I will say another thing: if it wasn't for first four figures, this Golden Collectors Award would not happen. Bottom line: if if it wasn't for you guys, you know, donating and sponsoring us, I don't think we would have had the confidence to move forward. 
So you guys, when you guys stepped up and you guys said, hey, we got your back, you know, I know Johnny and I, we look, we, we didn't look at each other, but we did message each other and we said, you know what, hey, you know what, <laughs> if, if we can deal with these guys who are, who are just cranking stuff out and, you know, they're just, they're A-listers, you know what I mean? You guys are A-listers to us. So when we said, hey, we've got first yep. four figures... Johnny and I were like, game on, let's do this. You know, you guys gave us the confidence. So thank you very much. <laughs> oh, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Again, we just, we feel very in our own bubble. And if you think we're A-list as hell, we'll take it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, much appreciated for that. <laughs> if you ever come to LA, I'm getting you guys a limo. We're going out for steak dinners. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> He promised to state dinners to everyone. It never happens. Don't fall. <laughs> I didn't tell you what. I, it is an empty promise. I didn't tell you what type of steak. Everyone that goes to LA gets a steak. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ian, you're fired. Um, Cheers. But, <laughs> right. Uh, well, it's been a crazy week for the awards because we launched on the first. We love launching on the first. I don't know if we ever launch anything not on the first. I'll be surprised. Um, so we launched on the first, um, and basically we, in the first three days, we had something like 18,000 views, which put this in perspective, in October we had 34,000 in wow. total, yeah. and in September we had, in September we had 23,000 total, which to be fair, for a new website with very little SEO or promotion is pretty good. Um, so we had 18,000 views in the first three days, uh, we had 9,000 votes cast, last time I checked, and over 1,000 voters in three days. So I was kind of like, wow, that's pretty cool. And I'm the only one that knows the results. Unfortunately, I wish I didn't. Um, <laughs> so I, and, there is, and there is a lot of races where there's literally two or three people a couple of votes away from each other. There is a lot of races where it's still pretty, pretty open. Um, so It'll be interesting to see how that develops over the next month. Um, I just want to clear a few things up about the awards because there was a few grievances this, this last couple of days. Um, and I tried to clear it up with the actual website and stuff like that. I, answer, I, I was pretty much answering everybody for the last couple of days um, whenever they had a grievance. One was someone said, I think it's wrong that Collectiverse and the CV show are up for some awards when we're doing it. And I had to point out that as much as every team member voted, it wasn't just us. It was about 40 to 50 people, different channels, different creatives, sculptors, artists that voted and nominated and they had free reign. They could have nominated anybody. So it wasn't just us. And the reason we did that is so that people can't say, well, why did you pick this person and not that person? There was people I wanted in that didn't get nominated, that didn't get enough nominations. All we did was take the top eight maximum from each category and put them up for public voting. I can't help it if Gina didn't get a, up into the top eight. I, I love Gina. I look, there's loads of channels that I love that didn't get in but I have to be fair because do you know what we have to release all this data at the end for full transparency and say these were the nominations these these were the these were the public votes this is who won this is who won the giveaways you can see exactly everything that happened because I, this is supposed to be a pure thing and I don't I, I could have actually I said in this post I hope Collectiverse the only one I want Collectiverse to win is best website the rest of them I couldn't care about I hope we don't win any of them because I don't want us to win. I don't want us to win. In fact, somebody put me up for the Victories at Rosario Award, which I was touched by, but I declined and said, I don't even want the nomination. Because I don't want any, I want everyone else to win. This is not about us. I don't want to be buying awards for five to sit on my desk. I don't really care. I'm not bothered. 
uh, the great awards and you know what, I put a lot of time into them and I wish I had them but the, for everybody else I don't want to create an award show just to give myself something do you know what I mean I, I, I love the ego boost but I think my ego is already boosted enough I don't need another one um, it's pretty big guys <laughs> if you don't know it, Richard's ego is big <laughs> to be fair this, 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 actually, this actually is my ego Richard's over there watching <laughs> this is my ego sorry right <laughs> I, I just wanted to say that I'm I'm up against uh, Gio and Alex for uh, one of them, so I'm pretty much screwed from the start. So I, I pretty much gave up from day one. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say I wasn't even nominated for anything. My own channel didn't get nominated. For I think you got best bedroom. Rich setup. made two videos. <laughs> oh my Rick god! Rich made two videos and yeah. nominated. I, don't worry, best, don't best. worry, Johnny. I watched that F for F Sonic video many, many times, mate. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> best best bedroom. I like it. Best yep, bedroom. Right. Going best next bedroom. Year. Yeah, I'll go for best that's bedroom. Right. <laughs> right, we'll move on to uh, we'll move on to topic two. I've got one more thing to bring up. Sorry, the second oh, thing. On, I, let's shut up. The second thing <laughs> I want to the second thing I want to bring up is um, someone was basically saying how there's too much of this person, there's too much of that person, uh, and again we can't control that. But I don't know why you begrudge this person getting a lot of nominations. They probably worked hard for it and they got the nominations fair and square. So I think yeah. we should be a bit more fair and say, if this person, Rad Titan, MCE, First of Figures, wins a couple of awards, just be happy for them. Don't be like, oh, well, this person should have won. Why wasn't this person nominated? They should have won. Be happy for them. Because you know what? Next year, that could be you. Next year, that could be someone else. So if they win four awards, if they win every bloody award, even if they're not nominated for that category, I don't know how it could happen, but if they are, just be happy for them. <laughs> so, so just be happy. Anyway, that's all I want to say. Right. Are you, are you, you said everything you need to say now. He's actually posted all these in, in the respective posts as well. I've been, because I'm always in, in other groups as well. I've tried, to, I've tried to answer everybody that basically yeah, 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 cuts I, I up why that. is so this, people why saying, is that? Yeah, why is it? Why are you not choosing that guy and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, and you 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 wrote, you wrote it out really clearly, saying everything's all fair and square, and yeah. you're going to release the data at the end anyway, so yeah. people can see it. I have a great PR team. They're really good. The the post whenever I tell them to. So, it's like <laughs> <that>. <laughs> so basically, we're slaves. Richard tells us to do something, and we have to do it. And I don't pay you, so you're cheap slags. <laughs> <laughs> So one Go thing on, we haven't discussed, we haven't actually discussed the giveaways. So, uh, so, so yeah, we will, we will gonna go and discuss the giveaways now because obviously, first of figures, you guys were very, very kind enough to donate us one of your Bowsers. Absolutely. Uh, we want to, we want to get. First of all, we want to get your impressions on how you think it all went with regards because obviously you've just launched Bowser again now. So we want to know how your blind pre-orders went. Did you think that was actually, did it work? Is it something you're going to do again? Okay, so I would like to start by saying that you guys are what I'm going to coin a phrase and call you guys the whales. Now, the whales are basically people who are willing to drop seven, eight, nine, you know, four digits on, on statues and not bat an eyelid. Secondary market, two, three, no problem. Here you go. I'll take two. 
you are what we're gonna call the hardcore whales, and you get it. You are a <laughs> I've, very, I've, very... Lo- I've lost a, I've lost a stone in the last month, Ali. Have you know? Thank you very much. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been called a whale before, but I kind of like it. <laughs> well, I you, like it. You are right. I, get I'm next to the sea. That. I would have thought it would have been more more opportunity, but indeed. Um, so Go on, mate. you guys are quite frankly not our our um, our typical customers. Now, I think the reason being is, yes, of course, we do have some whales that have, you know, hundreds of FRF statues, and we have mad respect, of course, and appreciate that. But the reality is, if you run a poll in our group, and I did this with Rad Titan uh, way back when, maybe sort of six, six, seven, eight months ago, and the question was, how many statues do you have in your collection? And uh, the, the numbers were amazing to see, to compare. Like, for like, as Rad Titan ran it in their group, and obviously we ran it in ours. And the answer was, un- you know, very, you know, we knew it was going to, it was very obvious for us to see, because we have such a, uh, we're in the club every day, and we understand our collectors, that the vast majority of ours did not own a single statue. Not even one. And um, yeah, sorry, just to jump in there because when you asked that poll, there's like I remember right at the start, I think Rad Time had like about two to three thousand members. Mm-hmm. And because obviously, this, this statue was collecting is very niche, majority of those collectors there were, were like you said, whales, the whales, right? the yeah, whales. So, uh, when you asked that question. It was kind of expected. That yeah, of sure. Nobody had FRF. Sure. Nobody knew about FRF. Well, sure, but it wasn't even an FRF. It was. It wasn't even an FRF. It's just question: is how many statues you have? Period. And of course, the option was, uh, you know, fifty plus or whatever. Was the majority people were sort of saying that in Rad Titans group. And a lot of people in the comments are going, oh, why isn't there like a 100 plus option? <laughs> you know, um, and for us, it was, you know, zero to, you know, zero to one, um, you know, two to five, et cetera, et cetera. And the vast majority were of the lower end, i.e. zero or maybe one to two. And those, and I, again, I stress, it's not just FRFs. It was just a general question. And the reality is we are amazingly called first for figures. I did not believe I had the foresight at the time of choosing that name, but literally we are most likely people's first four figures before they bugger off to other collectors, <laughs> uh, to other, other producers. Um, but literally <laughs> most people come into our group not owning a single resin statue. What's the difference between PVC and resin? You know, what, what's this, what's that? And a lot of our time is there to educate. And of course, we have the groups and explaining to other, the, the other collectors are explaining to guys who come and join. As I was just saying, Bowser running that, we have over, coming up to 900 people joining the group just this week alone. I'm sure a majority of those haven't got a single statue. Maybe yeah. they have amiibos. Hey, you know, what's this, what's the difference? Um, and so, so the reason why I, I sort of talk about this is because you are a very, very different group of collectors compared to those that are in our group. And I have seen, of course, when we put up Bowser, you know, people like Statue Forum or whoever it is, of course, in the, you know, in the rads, in the statue collectors, in, in those Facebook groups, the, the whales will talk about Bowser and go, what on earth is a blind pre-order? And uh, the blind pre-order concept is this. We said, here's a question mark with an outline of Bowser, it's going to cost $700, put your money down, and uh, you can start paying that off as a lower monthly, re- a monthly um, 
payment plan because, of course, it's space over 12 months. And uh, the the whales are like, I don't get it. We're in a we're in a we're in a time zone now where the current era is most people don't even put down money for pre-orders. They wait to see it actually in the hand, in collector hands before they even think about buying it. And here we are. Who the hell is first of figures? They've actually said, uh, here's a silhouette. I'm not even going to show you what it is. And you put the money down on that. They're like, what is going on? <laughs> the way it was going, have they gone crazy? This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard of. Well, this is because you guys have absolutely no problem. $700 for Bowser. You see it, you like it. Boom, here's the money. Can we do, can we get a discount on paying it in lump sum? See, you guys have a very, very different mindset, mindset <laughs> to our you know our audience that we know what they're like because as i said they've come in not knowing about this industry seven hundred dollars is like crazy more than a hundred dollars is like why my plastic figure that i got from toys r us cost me 15 yeah. why on earth I would mean, i be like, from, like majority of our collectors are like from gamers right so gamers are they're, they're more attuned to collector's edition which could like even if it's like 150 bucks or 200 bucks that is way over their their budget normally because for them to actually move into statues is is a big leap for them and uh, like Alex was saying 700 whoa that's like crazy man that's like another console with a bunch of games to go with is exactly right yeah. and, and you know it's like oh but what's a different what's a resin oh how is it different to my pvc well, I can explain, well, you know, PVC is this and technically that, and but the reality is you can't tell anything until you go and see you want to pick one up and then really see it for yourselves. And there's so many times that, you know, I think it was Okami was a, you know, whenever we do a new range and we get a bunch of new people that have come in who haven't picked up any of our other stuff, like the, the Zeldas or the, or the um, you know, the, the Sonics or whatever it would have been that we already have established product in the marketplace. When we do new figures from new, uh, new statues from new lines, um, basically it means <laughs> that... Your uh, yeah, hold on one second. Sorry about the... Uh, What's that? Is it this? Yeah. Um, nope. What's that coming from? That's the uh, new Solid Snake. Sorry, no, I think it might be. Um, no, so what I was saying was that the... Could you guys hear that beeping as well? Okay, they oh, can't. Well, I want to know what it's like getting right, business, right. though, like that. That's crazy, where you got to stop what you're doing and be like, hold on, everybody, i got to handle business. Um, you know, so in terms of, in terms of the... I've lost my train of thought now. Um, yeah, you know, so the Bowser's... Which you said it was going to be the same price as a console, and you can't really explain. Mm. And when we had Okami and we released yeah. that, a lot of people, when they finally received it, go, ah, now I get it. Mm. And it was a lot of the times was, I finally received my Okami statue, Amaterasu, and then I asked them, is this your first statue? Do you now understand the difference between the two? And the question is, was it worth it? And the answer was, you know, nine times out of ten. The other, t the other time I didn't see it was uh, that absolutely it was worth it. Mm. And uh, they're definitely very, they, they, they get it now. They understand it. And now they understand the, the whole idea. And, and therefore, the next one was much easier for them to do it. As I said, we really understand that our, our client base does not really have that kind of concept about stropping so much money on a single statue. So 
the blind pre-order was set up specifically to get the monthlies down and uh, the reality was once we did do the final reveal there was absolutely no penalty to the customer if they wanted it to be um, you know they could cancel without any penalty so it was a no-brainer it, it was just simply to for the fans to get the price down for them to get them basically able to buy it that was basically the whole reason for the blind pre-order a hundred percent a hundred percent a hundred percent so many people have said if there wasn't this plan, there's no way I could have got it. Yeah, because we all know that the prices in the market are increasing constantly year by year. Uh, I mean, all, I don't know if we've we talked do... about that. Have we talked about that? I don't know if we've talked I about that. We did, on this <laughs> chat. Yeah, did talk about the <laughs> like every episode. episode two was episode one, one of those episodes, and then you know we're always trying to push those prices down, and the only way of keeping those down and make it affordable is to offer these blind pre-orders because and extending, extending the uh, monthly plans from our original four, seven months to nine months to 12 months. So, uh, Absolutely. What was, the, Absolutely. What, what was the reaction at NYCC to Bowser? Because he released him there first. That's where people saw him for the first, the first time. time. What yeah. was the initial reaction for people on the floor? I mean, obviously, we put him in the, uh, like in the corner of the corner booth, meaning that you would see it from quite a far away distance and uh, definitely it brought bodies on the stand mm. no doubt about it um it was to see the reaction of guys that never collected statues you can tell that they're, they're, they're some of them are cosplayers some are just 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 walk bys and then to look at it to for them to touch it and and ask us questions what is it made out of of course when they're touching us like <laughs> don't touch <laughs> <laughs> um, but um yes yeah. yeah, it's, it's been a surprise i mean it's, it's what we wanted to do from 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 the show it wasn't about uh, selling it wasn't about anything else it was just getting awareness so so people that know hey uh, there's actually a company out there that actually make gaming statues and if, if, you know, those trying to bring all that nostalgic yeah. feeling towards the product so, yeah 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 definitely there's a lot of people at my work what what i want to know go on Ian. i was Sorry. gonna say there's a lot of people at my work who are big gamers and they think that i'm crazy for collecting statues you know i'll bring it i have all my statues uh, deliver to work and I usually do the unboxings just to rub it in everybody's face even though I'm all about community but uh, when my one of my good friends his name's Chava Chava I know you're watching but when he saw the Bowser he was like I'm all in on statues now because he's a big Super Mario br uh, Brothers fan and every Halloween he goes dressed up as Mario and nobody gets it nobody understands him but he's like dude Mario it's all about Mario and uh, so they just think Ian, do they, do they just think he's there to fix the sink or something? Usually it's an all-guys Halloween party, which are the, which is, are usually the best. But uh, no, but when he saw the Bowser, he was like, damn, I get it now. And uh, I think he did pre-order it. I don't know if he did it blind, but uh, I know he, he definitely is interested if he didn't buy it already, so... Wonderful. I did a blind. I, I did a blind pre-order. I basically waited until you showed the full thing and then just held my hand over my face while I did it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted excellent. to be part of it. I was like, I've missed the boat, so I was like, I'll be part of it. I'll do this. <laughs> and of course, you didn't go for monthly plan. You went for in full. No, he went for I'll pay you later plan. Hey, cap. <laughs> yeah, pay you later. Yeah. Richard was like, yeah, I'll play. I'll... What I want to know. <laughs> I would have, but the, the amount of hush money I have to actually dish out now just to stop all of Rick's stuff coming out in the press and CV being cancelled, <laughs> it's just taking up all my funds. So. 
And we're in and we're in a big lawsuit with John Fam after Zerik's comments last week. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, so, so, uh, you might see me in court at some point. Yeah, he's bringing the bar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, where are we at? So what what I want to know is, I mean, I'm assuming you guys are fully aware that that thing is massive. How are you actually planning on getting collectors to display that? Because it is huge. Uh, I always have a very, very easy answer to this. When anybody ever says to us, oh, I have no space to put it. Oh, I haven't got enough money um, you know, to buy it. It's very, very easy. Sell all your non-FRFs, get rid of all your non-FRFs, and you sell all that up. Done. No sympathy. <laughs> it, com- it, co- it comes with a free display. You have to actually build it like I do. In fact, I think Rick actually did that. There you go. <laughs> hey, I, I do. I did actually sell some stuff to get some F4Fs. I have four right now. So there you go. As yeah. I said, you get your first four F4Fs and then you then you then you stop. Mm. That's why we're first four figures. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rick wanted them back. <laughs> Rick, 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 will, Rick, will, Rick will sell it again next week. So he's literally like he's like Amazon conveyor belt. No, I can already. honestly say that. That uh, the, the the king of red lions is yeah, yeah. Uh, is staying for good. It. Yeah, that's um, yeah, you can probably see it in the shot. Yeah, yeah, um, that's a, yeah, that's yeah. a permanent fixture. Uh, my favorite video game of all time. So yeah, perfect. There you go. Appreciate Don't that. You, Thank you. Have Mega Man <laughs> you need you Love need it. to make an Aloy. You need to make an Aloy from Horizon, and I might actually buy it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, first first thing we want to do before we move on to our next one is we want to just talk quickly about the actual giveaway for Bowser. So we've got an idea of how it would work, but we want to get your guys' idea on how it's actually going to work. When we announce the winner, what will actually happen? Okay, so what's going to happen is you're going to tell us who the lucky winner is, where they are, and it's going to go to... uh, When production is finished, it's going to go to one of our uh, five warehouses because we want to obviously keep... We have five warehouses in order to keep importing for locals of those regions. To a uh, to avoid those import taxes and also to um, make the shipping fee lower because I know some a lot of Europeans get dinged if there is uh, no European warehouses for 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 them for other producers so those are some of the things that we try to avoid Canadians as well we have a Canadian warehouse a, yeah. uh, a US warehouse two in the U uh, two in the Europe right now one in Slovakia one in the UK and we have one obviously in Hong Kong China so depending on where the person the winner the lucky winner is located it will get shipped to one of those five locations and then from there onwards shipped um courier style to their location well it's nice to know that my bowser's getting shipped from the uk when i win so it's fine (laughs) there you go (laughs) sorry i meant i meant rach when rachel melbourne wins it's gonna get shipped (laughs) it's nice nice to know it's like the most bittersweet thing ever knowing that we have been able to get this and give it away but none of us can actually have it (laughs) you can't have it if you buy it yeah buy it Unless, yeah, of course, you didn't true. specify in the comments exactly when they received the Bowser. <laughs> Thanks, <Alex>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there you go. You, you know, it's always about the small print. 
I just hope it hasn't gone through Rick's first because seriously, no one wants to win that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to win that, seriously. Well, somebody did actually ask me. They said to me, you said, oh, are you getting Bowser? I, I, said, I said, I would love to get Bowser, but I don't have the money at the moment. I'm literally at a moving house in like a couple of weeks' time. But I said, you know, maybe I could get Alex to send me the giveaway one and then I just won't send it to the winner. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, that could work. I'm sure I could make this work somehow. Ian's got a lockup full of statues right now that literally he could just be like, right, I'm done with done with Collectiverse, done with all this crap, and just change his address. So. Yeah, I could literally split. You guys would never see me again. <laughs> well, well, silver linings, you know. Yeah. I would never. I would never do that to you guys. Maybe. <laughs> Obviously, the alternative is we send it to one of you guys, and you can deal with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but then it wouldn't get dealt with. Yeah, exactly. It would just just go, hey, look at this Bowser I just managed to pick up. Yeah, what a surprise! It just turned up. And then there's like gonna that. be all these That's pictures you. of us with it online going like. <laughs> <laughs> it makes like a tour, like the Stanley Cup. Uh, yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Right, so we will move on to the next topic. This one is a bit more of a, an open topic, and I'm going to pass it to Rick first because he seems to be the most quiet person. We're going to talk <laughs> about we're going to talk about video games, the ones that we've been playing the most, and the ones that we want to see statues made of that we haven't already seen yet. Okay, yeah. Um, well, Zelda's my favorite, so keep the Zelda stuff coming. That's a, <laughs> that's number one. Uh, no, I, um, my my daughter would uh, be upset at me if I didn't mention uh, there needs to be a Princess Peach uh, statue come along one of these days, and um, that would make her that would uh, make her life uh, complete, I think. Um, but yeah, I'm big I'm, I'm a big Nintendo fan, so for me, anything Nintendo related, I am 100% on board with. Um, I know um, that's always a fun one, but uh, I won't even go into that. But um, I, yeah, I'd say Nintendo. Anything Nintendo, I, I'm 100% uh, invested in. So. That would be my answer. Hang on, hang on, whoa, 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 whoa! You have a so, daughter. You have, what you I have a daughter, and I've only just heard about this. So, Sorry, you, you have a daughter, Rick. You have a daughter, and I've never even heard about her once. Literally <laughs> two months. I've never even heard about a daughter ever. This is the first time I've, I've known you've actually got offspring. Now I'm worried. <laughs> no, no, the problem is, Richard, you just don't listen to. Him. Yeah, you don't listen. <laughs> you don't listen to what I say. He's too busy talking. I have two kids. Come on. Yeah, he's still going to be talking. He doesn't listen. <laughs> so I w I'm going to give this one to Chocks. Um, with regards to Princess Peach, what's going to happen to make that happen? What's going to happen to make that happen? What's got to happen what's to make that to happen? happen? Yeah. Well, you got to, you got to rally the fans. There you go. You rally the fans. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, there you go. I mean, we hear a lot of people asking for uh, some other characters besides from Mario and Yoshi. Any character. Any character now. from Nintendo, from, yeah. So from anything. For, yeah, and uh, it's always about the fans. I mean... I always say that in the club every single day. Right, the fans, we're always listening to, to, to what you want to, uh, what what characters you want to be made, and uh, you know we're, we're expanding the we we're expanding in the anime line, but we're also continuing with the gaming line as well. So, as long as people come in the club and say, "Hey, I want this and want that," we'll we'll, we'll listen, and uh, if it's big enough, we'll make a TT poll about it. Yeah, Temptation so Thursday poll. I want a Mario riding Yoshi. Oh, we're yeah. actually making that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we're actually yes. making that. So you're yeah, you're sorted. Yeah. You're sorted. But Rick, if you really want your if you want your um your princess Peach, you got to get your daughter in the club. Get her classmates. Yeah, get all classmates in. 
I'll have to sign her up. <laughs> what would you guys? What would, if you got take take yourselves out of first figures for a minute? If you guys could have any game from your childhood or anything like that, what character would you like to see made? Not by first figures, but by anybody else. What would you like to see somebody make? I don't think there's really anything. You know, anything that has such an intense nostalgia feel to it really would have been covered, if not by us, by other people. Of course, we've only, you know, sort of we do video games, but of course, there are any, if you just apply that logic to anything, typically anything that's really, really, um, that has that kind of nostalgic pull, that you can almost say it's one of my favorites, for example, would have already been covered by other people. Um, but you know, personally, in terms of our own personal grails, well, for my personal grails, in terms of the video game side, I've been um, teased by uh, Square Enix for many, many years uh, <laughs> for the Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy VII was one of my first sort of hardcore experiences when it came to playing video games. And I can remember my brother going, wait a sec. You've been playing this for over a hundred hours. I'm trying to figure out how many days that is. <laughs> and, uh, um, and uh, you know, so to be able to be so blessed to be able to work on so many of those games that I grew up with, the, the you know, from the Nintendo range, the Sonic ranges, etc. You know, over having been able to do those, one of the key ones, that, of course, that I haven't had that chance to do with is, of course, Final Fantasy. And so that would be a personal one for myself. And another one would be the fact that I've been teased by Pokemon for many, many years as well. And that goes on, that goes beyond because just my, my own, my own feeling. That's, that, that came a little bit when I was a little bit older, but I have a son, he's seven, he's dead into Pokemon. It would have been nice to be able to tie that all together. But of course it was unfortunately not to be for now. Yeah, By the way, everybody, that. hashtag, hashtag tease Alex. New hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. So yeah, you've been hammering about those two licenses in the club every single day. It's like, where's where's Pokemon? Where's uh, yeah. Final Fantasy? And he was like, SE, hit me, hit yeah, me up. Hit me up. Yeah, I'm <laughs> um, just exactly what. Hmm? To be Sorry. fair, you can get an app now to find Pokemon, so you're fine on that one. You can get an app now to find Pokemon, so you're fine, Alex. <laughs> well, uh, for me, I mean, before I joined FRF. I'm a big, massive gamer. I worked in the uh, industry as well, so I, I knew about FRF before before joining, and uh, big, massive Nintendo fan. Because I'm, I'm more, uh, I don't, I'm not a particular. I don't choose one console and stick with that. I'm, I play all sorts of games. So I'm a PC gamer, console gamer, handheld gamer. So uh, all the characters, I think you pretty much covered it. If not, somebody else has already have. Uh, you know, personally, you know, there's always going to be uh, products that. Oh yeah, you've you've done it, but it's not to my liking. So hopefully over the, over the years things will improve with with, with technology as well and, 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 yeah, and stuff like that. So, but you know, um, I guess one of my all-time favorite games is like Shenmue, and you know, obviously that line would be nice if there was more support for it. Uh, but uh, some one other game that I've kind of uh, starting to get back into is Streets of Rage. And uh, you know that's one of my all-time favorite games on the Mega Drive. Yes. Yeah. Go so, on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I mean, I'm sure we got contacts in Sega. We could all, we could always do that. I'm sure. But uh, again, it's always about the support. I can It's not just based on my decision. I say, hey, Alex, let's. I mean, I'm here. Listen to me. Let's just do it. <laughs> I can't say that. You know, I need the, I need the, I need the backup. I need the support. I need like a hundred thousand collector club members backing me up and go, hey, Chocks, 
Chocks Want Streets of Rage, Axel. So, <laughs> in case you guys didn't know, every Thursday we run a poll called The Temptation Thursday. It's uh, named by the community. We didn't come up with ourselves, named by the community. Mm. Temptation Thursday, <laughs> where we will take a single franchise and the character from the franchise and basically ask, would you guys be up for, a, you know, for this license? And many... Uh, I think we've done it now 60 times, 60 yeah, seconds, quite largely. something like that. Something like that yeah. And so, and uh, the one that we, that obviously we, we talk about this all the time, Chocks <laughs> loves his Streets of Rage. And he, because he's the one who actually posts the, uh, the, the, the poll, he refuses to post Streets of Rage until we have at least 100,000 <laughs> members. Because then he wants to make sure that it has a better chance yeah. of uh, getting a yes vote. Otherwise, uh, he, he, we, we call it... It's going to take, take me some time to create 100,000 <laughs> fake accounts. accounts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, oh of course, once God. that gets to that sort of exposure, then uh, Streets of Rage may just have that... that uh, yeah, we just need more Sega and... and, and Sega, Sega fans, yeah, Sega there fans you in the club, yeah. There you go. We're always open for ideas. <laughs> I think I'll go into which ones I want. Um, if I talk about the kid in me, I'm quite old. This this, this face is is it, it doesn't tell the whole picture. I'm older than <laughs> <I look. laughs> um, Basically, me, I was. Oh, damn it. <laughs> she she told me this. Ma- she told me this makeup would make me look twenty years younger. So. Um, <laughs> I would like I would like something from the Master System, whether it's Golden Axe or whatever. I, I would like something a bit of an older style. I know it'll probably be all little squares, but oh well, okay, okay. Um, so yeah, I like some Golden Axe or if I'm more, I like modern games. Like I'd like to see some more Last of Us stuff. I know there's been some stuff done with the um, the zombies in Last of Us and that, but I'd like a Joel and Ellie maybe, or I'd like. Um, I think Horizon's got so many characters that could be done really well with the actual the fabrics and stuff like that, and Aloy, and I think the the actual Eclipse would look really nice. And if somebody actually made a, um, one of the big dinosaur monsters, if that's one four scale, he's going to put Bowser to shame. To be honest, <laughs> <'cause he's> <laughs> uh, <laughs> he won't be needing a new display. He'll be in a new house. Yeah, the only, only person who can, only per, only person who can display it is Rick in his barn. And he'll, he'll have to turf John, and he'll have to, and he'll have to turf John Fam out before he can actually get in it. Um, <laughs> we're so getting sued. Um, so yeah. Uh, as far as older games, it's kind of all been named. I think Streets of Rage. If you you're going to do Axel, I'm I, I like Blades. I like the one the guy with the roller skates in the second one. I thought he was always my favourite to play as a kid. I don't know why. I just like the fact that everybody else was really slow and he just was like literally. Wee, because like he was on rollerblades, so he's really quick. And everyone else is really slow. Why stop there? Why don't you do the uh, diorama where the police car comes up with the bazooka coming up from the other side and then shoots in? Do the whole diorama. <laughs> See, he's already got the figure planned. He's got it planned, ready to go. Yeah. Mm. What was the guy in Sonic that there was the baddie in Sonic? Doctor, what's his name? Robotnik. Are you oh, going to do Robotnik. it? Are, are you doing him? Are you doing Doctor Eggman? Already. Have you done him already? I'm, I'm way late to the party. Um, <laughs> He's there, you know, juggling, well, holding the, Chris, uh, the gems. Yep. It's, it's clear to see that Richard did his research. <laughs> I live in a windowless room. You let me out for literally like recreation, like Hannibal Lecter. I'm not allowed to do anything apart from work. What do you want from me? You know what I mean? My internet is restricted more than China. It's not my fault. 
Got you. <laughs> There's so many comments I can say right now, but I'm keeping it to myself. I don't want to know why your internet's restricted, Richard. <laughs> to keep myself from myself. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, my my video game history started with a Master System, then to a Mega Drive, then a Mega Drive 2, then to a SNES with the scope. I think I got it the first week it came out. And then it went to an N64, then it went to a PlayStation, then PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4. And a Wii to basically play Wii Sports on every so often when the missus was annoying me because I was playing too much PlayStation 3. Um, so yeah, so I, I've got quite an eclectic mix of different brands and different games. I think the, the, the Super Nintendo... I'm trying to think of any iconic games on it, to be honest. I know there's a lot, but I'm trying to think. When I first got it, I had, like, Robocop 3, and I had the Scope game, and I had F- F-Zero. Do an F-Zero car, that'd be pretty cool. An F-Zero car, that'd be pretty cool. Um, I mean, Ian, do you play games? I mean, I know you play War all the time, but do you play actual games where it's in the console <laughs> or just in real life? I need it. He wants battleships. I need not play games. Yeah, battleships. <laughs> <laughs> I need not play games. That's another T-shirt. I, Come on. I need not play games. <laughs> I need not play games. Hey, okay. You know what? I I'm gonna really show my age now because you think I know Richard looks like shit, but I'm really old. So <laughs> <laughs> what I grew up with was uh, Sega Genesis. I remember getting it when I was 13. I was like, damn. You know, I'm big time now. I got a Sega Genesis. And uh, one of the first games that I played on that was Altered Beast. I love that game. You know, Altered Beast was my favorite game. I die all the time and I come back to life. It was it was great. Uh, before that, before that, uh, before that, Altered Beast. I used to play that game Black Belt. Do you guys remember that? No. Yeah, it was all karate. It was punches and kicks. That was all it was. It was great. It was a great no, game, though. No, it was a t- it was a tailoring game. You had to dress up. <laughs> Anyways, and then I liked... Uh, See, this is all games that I like from before I was even born, yeah. so I'm just staying quiet. Yeah, uh, but uh, The Last of Us, The Last of Us was the best game that I've played uh, the last, you know, I think it was a couple years, I think it was about three years ago I played The Last of Us, and I was like really taken back at how awesome that game was. But uh, growing up, I used to play Mega Man, and Low G Man was another one of my favorites. But as far as games now, I don't have time to play games, man. I wish I had more, if there was more, if there was more time in the day, I would have more time to play games, but you know, somebody's got to bring the money into this house. You know, but you know, that is, that is actually not a, um, that's not a, uh, how do I say? The fact is that our products are not about necessarily because you're playing games now. It's because we're selling nostalgia. We're selling that experience that you had playing Altered Beasts. You remember that name however many years later. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And that's what it's about it's having every time that you look at it you're going to remember you know what i remember i was 13 i had my sega genesis and i played older beasts and i kept going you know dying and coming back to life and it was awesome and you get that every time you look at that product and you don't need to be playing anything now you don't need to be playing any modern games to still get that same sense of feeling when you look at that product you know if we were to make a older beast as an example so it's it's not about playing a game now it's about what did you play when you were, you know, uh, when you were growing up? And that's why a lot of our products are based on games that don't, that aren't necessarily out now, or they haven't been around for ten years, fifteen years. That's that's no, that's never been an issue for us. Would you would you consider making modern games, or is it something you're just not interested in? Oh, for sure, we've made modern games. Uh, uh, you know, stuff for modern games. Uh, it's not it's not 
either or. It's definitely we do a bit of both. So uh, we recently just announced, uh, we recently released Crash Bandicoot. Yes, it was a PVC, but the point was we coincide that with the actual launch game. Mm -hmm. And likewise, Breath of the Wild Link, that came exactly the same sort of time as the, uh, the latest Zelda game that came out. Again, that was a PVC, but the point being is, you know, absolutely it's never been a problem for us to to make stuff at different times uh, you know the mon stuff etc etc um can i ask a question do you see a correlation between when a game gets released such as the new mario game game release do you see any sort of improvement in sales based on what nintendo does or what sega does does that help you guys at all basically when they release a game of a character you're doing at the same time or so the reality is the customers that we have for our resins are very, very clued up. They've been following us. When we announce something for pre-order, we've been teasing it for months and months in the club. So it's not as if they didn't know this product was coming up. And they've already made the, their mind up earlier if there was something that was interested, they were interested in. So whether or not Nintendo happened or whatever the license is, happened to release a product at that same sort of time, it. it I don't believe it makes much difference to our resin collectors. For our PVC line, it makes a huge difference. A massive difference because it's not about whether or not the collectors themselves will buy the product. It's more about whether or not the best buys of the world, the game stops, the game, if they will be willing to invest in make, buying this product, they feel more confident if there is a product or a, uh, you know, a game that's coming out at the same time. That makes a huge difference, and I don't believe it makes much difference to the actual collector themselves. If they're a fan of the franchise, they're going to buy it. The question is, can they get it from their local Best Buy? Uh, that's the only difference it makes. And when we're dealing with the resins and what have you, we don't, have to, we don't deal with uh, mass market shops. We don't have to sort of kowtow to what they need to happen and when they need to happen. So we're much more, um, you know, we, we can uh, sort of deal with it ourselves and uh, be masters of our own destiny. If you do go to Best Buy, by the way, make sure you pick up a Rogue Rick shirt. You'll find them between the guns <laughs> and the horse. <laughs> so, um, so basically, pick, pick up you, you, they'll, these will be on sale soon. Um, there's a bit of beard hair on it somewhere, but they're, they're actually worn by Rick. So, and I guarantee you Every will not be. One. I guarantee yeah, you will not be them. arrested. <laughs> So, oh God. <laughs> sorry, pick them up. Yep. I think they're giving them away with. I think they're giving them away with every shotgun at the moment, minute. So just yeah. Just, <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, you're the gamer. This... You're the main gamer of us all. Let us know what you want to get. I'm the. I'm, am I? Oh, okay. <laughs> um, hey, I, hey, I resent that comment. I'm a gamer too. <laughs> yeah, but you just play Nintendo. They're not real games. Uh, whoa, what? <laughs> oh, oh. Hold on, joking, hold on. I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Don't Rogue Rick now got the, the the next. Rogue Rick's now got his latest rant topic to go on about now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm going after him now. <laughs> no, so I've got. I literally, I'm sat here, and in front of me, underneath my screen, I've got. Uh, I, I've asked this in like every single club I can physically go into, and that is Assassin's Creed. I, I need somebody to make Assassin's Creed. Be it Versa figures, making quarter scale stuff, I'll buy every single one that you've got. I, I've asked Prime One if they'll do like a full one third scale museum lineup, I, I'll buy all of them as well. I absolutely I love Assassin's Creed. When I was a kid, I used to play. Uh, 
I used to play quite a, quite a bit, but I was a bit more of a casual gamer. As I got older, uh, I kind of fell out of love of gaming, and Assassin's Creed was the series that pulled me back into gaming and got me back into gaming. And it's always going to hold like a really special place to me, and it just seems like nobody is really doing anything with Assassin's Creed. Maybe because Ubisoft destroy every single Assassin's Creed game they touch, but that's their problem, not mine. Um, but I, I, I do want Assassin's Creed. I love Ezio. He's my favourite character. He's the one I want to see made. Also, I agree with you, Richard. Horizon Zero Dawn, Aloy would be would be a brilliant one to make. And the thing is, with that game, you could change the outfits, so you could do like various different versions. You know, like how first of figures you did, you did. Prime one, Prime one just heard you. They're all over that gold ones. They'll be doing. Oh no, no more ones. gold. No more. Don't, don't trigger me. <laughs> don't trigger me with the gold. Hashtag triggered. No. <laughs> don't trigger me. Don't do it. <laughs> Johnny, you but, wait till you come up. You wait till you come up here. It's going to be like a sultan's palace, and you're going to be sleeping in this room after the awards. And I am leave. I am leaving everything up, so you can be like sleeping in a golden room. You're going to love it, mate. Yeah. Honestly, oh. It, the room may be on in flames by the end of the night. <laughs> there is there is another one. Actually, there's two more that I want to see made. Firstly, is Borderlands. I, I love Borderlands. That the entire premise of Borderlands is just stupid and crazy, and it's amazing. And the art style is so cool, and I would love to see um, see anybody attempt to make Borderlands stuff and make it look really good. Particularly one particular character is a crazy lunatic midget called Shooty McShooty Face. And the, only post, the, the only reason why he's in the game is for you to go up and shoot him in the face. That is it. He's like a big boss. And like, it, there's, it, the easiest, it's the easiest boss you will ever come across because literally he just runs up in front of you, jumps around until you shoot him in the face. That's it. Sounds like a predator. <laughs> There's actually a boat in the UK and they put a British pole out of what they wanted to be called and they called it Boating Boat, <laughs> boat Face. Boat face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, best, I saw that. Best awesome. boat name ever. Best boat name ever. It really is. And then there is, there's one other and I know that uh, the guys already have a TT going for this one and that is Dead Space. I, I don't do horror games but I like sci-fi and my missus is a big horror fan so she got Dead Space played the hell out of it and she said you know what just play it you might get scared you might jump you might cry like a little girl which i did on several occasions <laughs> but i enjoyed it so much dead space will be so good and, and i think just to make that whole like engineer's outfit they had would just be so good so i'm gonna do my bet my bit to try and rally the troops into the group <laughs> to vote on that tt there you go because mm. i need to see that isaac clark <laughs> Well, you know, absolutely. You know, the uh, the Assassin's Creed is definitely something that we've dabbled before with uh, many, many, many years ago. Uh, the characters themselves are very, very, uh, you know, amazing and very intricate and would absolutely make it for a lovely piece. Uh, the Borderlands stuff, the cell shaded effect, they look absolutely awesome. It's very unique. And mm. uh, that would be a, a nice challenge. That's for sure. That would be a challenge. Well, could, we can line that up as a TT one day. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, last but not least, you know, Isaac Clark would be sweet. Mm. Uh, I've played the games I and it, yeah. I enjoyed, I really enjoyed, enjoyed them the too. Yeah. Uh, of all those three, the hardest would definitely have been Borderlands, just because it's not about the, the characters, it's more about the art style and trying oh. to translate into a 3D. That would be the most challenge. I think that's why, like, nobody has really tried it yet, 
because of just how unique the art style is, it would be so difficult to like translate it into into a decent resin or even a PVC statue. I think it's not just it's just not it's not just the difficulty of making the initial prototype. I think there'll be a lot of difficulty in manufacturing as well because you know at the end of the day you can make a lovely lovely prototype given enough time but there's no guarantee that you can make the production the same as the prototype. I think that will be more challenging. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Right, so we're going to move on to our final topic. I mean, we've been going for a little while now. We're just going to have like a little uh, first of figures Q&A, get to know you guys more sort of outside of uh, collecting and more outside of your company and just to get to know you guys. I know a couple of the guys have got some questions, so I'm going to hand it over to you guys. I'll go first. Um, right, both of you. I just want to know, because I judge a lot of people by movies. I, I, yeah, you, you might as well strap in, because this is about to get <laughs> <laughs> So, what kind of underwear do you... Um, sorry, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> um, if you could take one film and one CD onto a desert island, both of you, I want to know which one it would actually be. One film and one CD, that's it. That's that's, tough that's a one. tough one. I will go with um, I would probably go with Inception. <laughs> Why? Because then I can pretend this whole okay. thing's a dream. <laughs> uh, and you know, I really like that film. And uh, you can watch, that's the kind of film that you can watch many, many times <laughs> to figure out what the hell is going on. <laughs> uh, and then uh, music-wise. That's going to be a tough one. Um, Jocks, you come, you come up with yours first, and I come oh, up with my music. I was like, that, that kind of just left that. I just follow something that, like it'd be interesting to take a film, the castaway, because <laughs> <laughs> you figure out how to do it. All I need is Wilson, right? <laughs> the castaway for castaways. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Yeah, I like that. That's a really yeah, good answer. Because I've cast away. I, I love it. Yeah. Remind you how just bad you have it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just leave me a, just, just ship me a, just ship my statues to that island there. Absolutely. <laughs> you've, you've probably got a warehouse there, to be fair. <laughs> I don't know, Planet, Planet of the Apes or something. Yeah, that's your, Yeah, that's my, yeah, because I've been into that film recent years. So, uh, yeah, that'd be an interesting film to take. But music, I don't know. What I didn't tell you both is there's no CD player or DVD player, so you're both. <laughs> you're just taking a CD. You're just using the discs to fight for your life. You have exactly. to act it out or sing it to each other. Oh, I like that. <laughs> well, so that, that's, that's my question. Bar, bar, black sheep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna sing that to you no, all the not, time, then, Jocks. <laughs> You're not allowed. You're not allowed to say that anymore. According to my toddler's nursery, it's Baba bar Rainbow Sheep. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're not allowed to say that anymore. It's, oh it's right, wrong. okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> Rhabarba Rainbow Sheep. Times have changed. There you go. <laughs> right. Uh, also, I want to. I'll go first because I just want to know what the other guys think because I don't really know much about these guys. We don't really talk much. I don't. Re we're kind. Of, it's all for show. We don't really know each other. Which is just. This is just a business. We're just trying to get everybody's money. Um, so I, I would go back. I I would go Back to the Future, the original, and I would go um, the first Foo Fighters album, uh, just called Foo Fighters, and that'd be mine. Ian, uh, my question for Alex and Chalks would be: If it was your last meal, 
You guys are on death. No, I, I wanted to. I wanted to know what your Blu-ray and bloody CD oh, was. Oh, you want to know? know okay, I mean, but... forty ounces of freedom, Sublime, and the movie-wise. Oh man, that's such a tough one. Oh god. Um, I would. I would like to say Usual Suspects, but now with the whole Kevin Spacey thing, I think I have to scratch <laughs> that. <laughs> Um, God, uh, my favorite movie would be Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. There you go. Can can I can I like bend the rules a little bit? Can I take the entire Dragon Ball Z box set? (laughs) You can do, but you'll still get. You you can do, but you might be on an alienated island. But you'll still get picked on by someone. A tree uh, so or something. I've got enough. If, if I've got the whole box out, I've got enough discs to throw at them until they go away. Fair enough. Right, Ian, now and you can go with your quest. Am I allowed to ask a yeah, question now? Yeah, Johnny yeah, bought me his Dragon Ball Z shit. <laughs> okay, my, my question to Alex and Chalks would be if you guys had one last meal, you guys are on death row, right? Because you made an unlicensed product and now you're going to be executed. <laughs> what would be your last meal? Mm. We've had this conversation before, haven't we? Uh, I can't remember what my answer was. <laughs> uh, probably a nice, uh, you know, you know, a nice juicy steak. I can't move off. Yes! Out there. Woo! <laughs> steak <laughs> potatoes. <laughs> All right, Chalks, you can't get away with this one. And our steak's one of my favorite as well, but I can't. He's, Boom! He's I don't know, something very traditional, fish and chips or something. Boom, there you go. British to the core. Yeah. (laughs) All right, now my second question. I only have two, like Richard. That was food. That was food, but what about drinks? Oh, Oh, I know. All right, now let's get real. What is it? (laughs) Coke Zero for me. Coke Zero. I'm I'm Red Bull all the way. I'm Red Bull all the way. (laughs) (laughs) You know, there was one of your episodes where you guys had uh, a bag over your drink and... Me, I was like, what the hell are they doing? Like, you had a, I don't was it to stop, like, the water and the condensation or something? I'm not sure. I, I, no? Can't, I can't remember. No, I think like it was Chalks. Chalks had, like, a bag over his drink. I was like, what, I what the hell is he doing? I, I usually put tissue underneath the, the, the can because I don't want to, don't want to. It's not, it's. I don't want to ruin his the bottle of Jack I'm, I'm, I'm on, on Alex's desk right now. Like, I don't want to ruin his desk. <laughs> okay, my next question for you guys with, my next question is, if you were to buy a statue that was not a first four figure statue, if it was from another company, what is that one statue? What would it be? Do you want me to go this? I do that all the time. <laughs> 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 I'm a gamer, I'm a collector, and I've been buying statues, you know, die cast cars, Legos, everything. I've been buying all that stuff way before first four figures, and I still still buy it afterwards. I, yesterday, yesterday, I picked up a, a particular Dark Souls statue that's just released recently, not made by us. So, uh, so yeah, you, yeah you're, always, you but you're always, I'm always, yeah, I'm always buying stuff. But he says that if you could only get you one, feel like traitor. A no, you can. <laughs> He's a traitor. <laughs> that's what he is. Yeah, I want to hear what your favorite, your favorite statue made by another company. Can you do that? I'll think. I'll think about <laughs> that. Yeah, I'll think about that. Well, you know, I'll be all over that. You know, uh, that Thanos X because then I can sell that for serious lolly afterwards, mate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there is one piece that I would buy, and it's purely just so I can show off that I have it and that I've got money, and that is the Primal Studios Wonder Woman on horse. No, it's... I've never heard of that piece, Johnny. What's that statue? <laughs> Wonder Woman on horse. Right? Never, never heard of it. 
seriously. It went around the clubs. It was, it was a big thing, you know. It's, it's, it's only like a small statue. It's, it's like really expensive. It's. Did you, have we you mentioned? Sure you've never uh, seen it? Have we mentioned it on the chat before? I don't know if we have. Ah, uh, I don't know. Maybe we, we might have done. Supergirl on Supergirl on. Is that the one? Is that the one that John Fam's really into? The one that we're getting sued over at the minute. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's the one. Zerix, Zerix favorite, Zerix favorite. Yeah, yeah Zerix favorite. Said, yeah, yeah. You should have just said Ima- Zerix Ima- favorite. Imagine, all, imagine a horse not, with John yeah. Fam's face on it, and, and there you go. That's the that's the one. But I'm not seeing it in person. I don't know what it looks like, so you'll have to show it me sometime. And uh, I'll yeah. send I'll send you some photos later. Mate. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. Cheers, mate. Appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> anyway, so so my question that I'm going to ask, which instead of talking about trapping you on an island or putting you on death row, <laughs> I'm actually going to ask like. What do you guys do outside of First of Figures? Like, what are you? Do you have like hobbies and stuff like that? that you like doing? Is there anything? That, tell us about you. What you actually enjoy outside of statues. So, um, thanks very much for not trying to murder us or um, you know uh, throw us on uh, some castaway island. Uh, for, for me, the... <laughs> that was a good question. Excuse me. <laughs> With the reality is my work my work life balance is out of whack right now um and it's because we have such such a uh, such a young team it's we've only really been together for maybe a year now with more and more people joining at different times meaning you know you still have you need to really manage it a lot in the business sense so my work life balance is quite out of whack meaning that when i'm at home i'm still working and i also have a uh, you know family three kids as well wife to look after so in terms of being able to just go out and do my own stuff, it's not been quite as, uh, as uh, you know, I don't get as much opportunity anymore. But of course, and, and what I can also argue is when I'm sitting there playing a game in the rare occasions that I actually do get to sit there and play a game, I can now classify that as research and therefore work. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, I like to go off and watch, you know, films, listen to music, sort of typical sort of things. Uh, nothing particularly, I would say, um, outlandish, I would say. Not really, unfortunately, got time to do that. Maybe, maybe, maybe later on, but pretty much that. Jocks? Yeah, I mean, uh, beforehand, I was like kind of semi-retired, so uh, I had plenty of time then, so plenty of time to rest and all that. So, but since been at first figures, everything's quite uh, very intense. It's constantly because I'm always on the internet. I, w- I was in, on the internet beforehand anyway, but more, more uh, involved in statue community, chatting with everyone, you know, hitting up the licenses and everything. So that's kind of my at the work and outside of work as well. But uh, every hour and then sometimes if I'm staying late, I do, you know, like, this is enough. I, I need two, a couple of hours break. I just pop down the road, just just go down to the cinema, just watch a film, just to, just to get my mind out of the zone. And then uh, after that, I just come back in. So it's like my, my, my sleeping pattern's totally messed up. It's like, like basically I have like short bursts of power naps and then uh, just come, you know, constantly. I've got to be constantly because that, that's what makes us, like, everyone knows that, oh, you guys are not sleeping, you guys are working so much uh, into, the, into the community. People can see that. If they, if they missed us, if they don't see us for a day, they'll know that. And, uh, you know, yeah, and, and, and they always want some updates. They just want you to be there. And, uh, you know, everyone, everyone comes at different time, right? So some people might be there now. Some people might be there a couple of hours later. So yeah. it's, it's, it's really hard. I mean, it's impossible to find an, 
an exact replica of us two, 24/7. But you know, we try and be there as much as possible. And uh, but you know, you gotta love the you gotta love the hobby. You gotta love the uh, the, the the whole thing. If not, it's, it's it's you know, I would have been out the door straight away. I would have quit. I would have quit the next following day. Do you guys ever have trouble turning it off? If you know what I mean. It's like sometimes when I when I go to work and then we do CV or you know we're messaging people or talking on the phone or emailing. It's really hard for me to to turn that click off. Do you guys find that? If you know what I'm talking about. Well, physically, it's so much easier nowadays. You don't have to be in the office to be able to do things. And you know, on the way back, you know, I'm out of the office and I'm on my phone and I'm checking the club on the phone. And there is there is it's so easy now to just sort of get into that you have to physically turn off your phone turn off everything in order to do that so because it's so easily accessible it's not like you have to physically be in the office to do something it, it means for me it's very very hard mm. to turn off I, I don't think i turn off at all it's, uh, you know I'm, I'm a gamer at heart i collect stuff so i always want to go and go on the internet and look at other things anyway just so it just so happens that it's part of my job and um you know to, to understand, you, you need to understand the market, you need to understand the collectors, you know, because I, I, from, for me, I want to know what's, what updates with my statue, I want to know what's going on with it, is the production okay, do people like it, are there, any, are there damages to it, you know, what, what happens if, if my statue doesn't arrive, I want to know all that stuff, so I, I put myself in the collector's point of view as well, so I look at it from both, both sides, and trying to find that right balance, and, uh, you know, sometimes, I don't want to talk too corporate, uh, as in with that kind of attitude, because I'm not that kind of person. So uh, I'm quite down to earth, you know, like, hey, is this thing good? If I think it's good, if I think it's, if the product's good for a collector, then I'll say, hey, it's all right, Alex, you know, get, put it out there. The, the reality is, I mean, certainly from my point of view, I, it's actually very, I get a lot of enjoyment out of doing this. So um, it's not like, you know, because we get some, what I get so much enjoyment out of it. It's, it's something I'm happy to do. I said, uh, you know, it's just the. Sometimes it's a little bit tough when I'm, the, the kids are saying this and that, and I'm halfway like writing a post. Let me, let me just finish this post, and then and then I'll you know give them the attention. That's a little bit out of whack for me right now, but it is um, it is what it is. And I, Kanako, she she was uh, it was just myself, Kanako, and John, three of us um, together for about ten years before. We started getting this this whole team involved, so she understands. She was she was there. She used to be the one who was doing the customer service and the shipping and you know all that sort of stuff. Now she's more sort of HR and dealing with sort of office admin stuff. But so she 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 gets it and she doesn't give me too much. She's understanding with that mm. as well. Do you do this, Alex? Do you lay in bed sometimes and you just literally you're thinking about ideas or you're thinking about the next day? You're thinking about something that's happened today or some business wise. Chocks has heard me every now and then. I just look at him and he goes, uh oh. And I say to him, hear me now. And I've got this epiphany. And I'm like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> How about this idea? We have a silhouette. It's a question mark. We make people buy it. And they don't know and what I, it is. And I'll just slap him. And I'm always go, slapping him. I will call it a blind pre-order. And he goes, what? <laughs> no, honestly, Chucks, it's going to work. It's going to work. And I'm like trying to like look from all different angles. He's like, this guy's going to be pissed off. This guy's going to be happy. And I'm like... All right, then let's just find the right balance. Just make sure that everything works before we go live. But, uh, you know, yeah. there is, you're absolutely right. I'm thinking about it all the time. Uh, but, you know, it, again, it's, it's trying to tweak that work-life balance. It's all to do with the situation as well. Right now, 
you said it's um, it's difficult because you're doing the CV stuff and you're, you know, of course, the setup and all that sort of things. And of course, the first time is always harder. And as you get more experience with it, perhaps it's faster, perhaps it's easier. Um, perhaps you get future help with that as well. It allows you to then tweak your work-life balance based on the situation that you're in. Yeah, it's, it, it, did, it didn't it didn't help that we came up with the awards of kind of snowballed into this big thing. Yeah, and of course. A, and so quick off the ground as well. Yeah, it, 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 this has all took us by surprise because we, we started this thinking it might do well. It, okay, it might do well, but it's been literally took into the community so well. The whole collective verse, the message, the the people, and it still makes me laugh when people are like saying that we're kind of cemented now in this community. I'm like, we've been around two months, so I don't even see that. And I, I do you know, to be honest, I'd like to be 24 months in and still not see that, to be honest, because that's just how I am. I like to always feel like I'm always chasing my own tail. I always like to keep myself on my toes. I never want to get settled in anything. I never want the website to be like, this website's good enough. I always want to be updating it. I always want to be coming up with new features, coming up with new new shows, coming up with new things. Because I think once you get settled, that's when you start to die. I think once you get happy with your products or happy with your channel or happy with your website, where have you got to go? Yeah, where have you got to go? Where have you got to go? You know what I mean? You should always be chasing yourself every year. So next year, like the only the only stat I care about with the website is the users and the views, if I can keep improving that every every month, that sounds selfish, but if there's more views, that means that we only have so many pre-orders and news pages. So if there's a lot more views, it means they're looking at as members. So I see that as the members are getting more attention every month. So if we can get more views, more page views, that means, because they can only look at a pre-order page once. Do you know what I mean? But they can all the members pages and keep looking at. There's all these different members, these different reviews, and that, that, what I usually try and do is look at what actual pages they're looking at, and it's, ours is really quite eclectic. Like you'll look at all these different reviews and stuff like that. So um, I'd like to get a bit of a more around the world fingers. We have literally hit every continent and every country I can think of on the analytic map, but we we only cater for English reviews at the minute. I'm trying to figure out how we can fix this in. And now we can make it more sort of bilingual, but the problem is the videos, if they're in English, we can't really do much about that. So it's like, what do you do? You kind of constraint. I mean, if I want to know, this is the last question I want to say, where would you like First of Vegas to be this time next year? If you had a, a goal, I know you probably talk about this in meetings and stuff, but where would you like to be this time next year? For, for, for me, it's again, you did your benchmark based off of views and members and that to be something that you measure your um, success and progress against and for us it's exactly the same and it's really based on the collectors club and seeing how many members we can get in there for me I want to see 50,000 by the end of next year no doubt if we don't hit that um, I'll be you know I I think we can and that's what we want to get towards Uh, certainly for me that's my benchmark uh, you know, because once you've got the collectors club like that, sales will come as a direct proportionally as a result of that as well. So, you know, obviously it's a business, but it's also as a community and it's fostering that community in a way that can be, um, you know, that this is a lovely place to be. And also just likewise, you can you, for that, you're really mixing pleasure with business as well. And that's the perfect pl- um, blend for me. Jocks. Well, I guess uh, just to carry on from that, I, I'm expecting more. Actually, I'm expecting more members. So, because at the start of the, at the start of the year, I've always said that 2017 is going to be crazy, and my disappointment is it hasn't gone as well as I expected. 
but hopefully, because we've, we've been going through a, a ton, a shit ton of uh, transitions behind the scenes as well. So hopefully next year with things improved, uh, the club improved and obviously more awareness outside because I, I can't just constantly stay inside the club. I don't want to, like you said, before we had the club, you were so focused in your own little bubble. That's right. And I don't want to stick go into where I where stay too focused in the club. I need to go out there and reach out to other guys and say, hey guys, hello, I'm over here. We have a club, come in here. Yeah, I want to keep keep expanding on that year after year. 2017 was no doubt a foundation year. I think next year is yeah. probably poised, especially if we do more comic cons as well. So cons, yeah, we, we physically have, we, we physically started going out this year. Hopefully there'll be more cons next year and you know, everything growing at the same time, but still keeping that main mentality that, hey, we're for the collectors. And we're accessible. That's yeah. the important thing. Because that's not going away. I mean, well, you know, MCM London is certainly something that we've been looking into. Anyway, thanks for coming on, guys. We really appreciate it. I know it's run a bit long, this one, but we, do you know what? More people, more stuff to talk about, so we really appreciate it. If you're wondering where Rick's gone, we killed him. So what? <laughs> um, next week, it's going to be um, back to normal. We're not going to have the... Um, Late, me and Johnny are not gonna have bags under his eyes for one. It is literally. Yeah, it is now. What's it now? Two. It's nearly three o'clock two, in the morning for us. Two forty-five a.m. This is almost immortalizing stone time. So yeah, it's two two forty-five a.m. Immortalizing stone was funny because literally when I was coming off that, the sun was rising, birds were chirping. It was like, I might as well stay up. So, but yeah, okay. Cheers, guys. I really right. appreciate you being on. I want to ask. I want to ask one final question. Because it's only 3 a.m. there. <laughs> yeah, you guys are on the verge of your 35k member mark. Can you give us an early indication as to what that 35k reveal is going to be? <laughs> and is it Banjo Kazooie? All I, all I can say is, when exactly is this chat going to be edited by? <laughs> and online? <laughs> next, 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 week. Mon next, next Monday. Week, week tomorrow. Uh, well, you said it grows like 900 a week, so that's, you should be there that, by that, That's true, that's <laughs> true. Let's just say it's going to hopefully be something that a lot of people are going to be happy to see. And, uh, you know, what we're, we're, we're nothing if not really good at teasing. And uh, we'll just have to keep on teasing you just a little bit, little bit longer. As you said, hashtag Alex Tease or Tease Alex. You know, put that down and we're going to do that for the 35K. It's going to be, it's going to be a good one. Cool. So it's a one four scale really? Rick. It's a one four scale Rick. <laughs> I can live with that. Yeah, I can live with that. You said we're gonna be Mixed very media happy, beard. So. <laughs> oh shit. That's yeah. I am, I'm, I'm going for that. <laughs> Do you know what? If we actually, I will judge success when we make it. When I can actually go to someone like Sosa or Daniel Bell and say, "I want a one-four scale Rick. I want it in proportion. I want a beard. I want a barn and everything." So make me a one-four scale Rick. So Absolutely. That's, that's my judge of success. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for having us. Um, we want to wish you know thank CV. You all the best and uh, look forward to uh, you know seeing CV develop over the coming yeah. years and uh, you know hopefully you guys keep on trucking and keep kicking ass. Well, I won't be around Thank for that because so I'll be dead dead from a heart attack in the next six months. <laughs> so, uh, good luck with all the. He's gonna CV have to teach stuff. me programming first. Oh God! Hey, thanks for all your support, Chalks and Alex. Thank you guys very much, man. I really do appreciate <laughs> yes, it. Thank we you really guys so much guys. for for helping so. us. All right, thanks. guys. Nice one. You have a, uh, you know, appreciate it's late there. So thanks very much for your support as well, guys. Cheers, Brilliant. guys. Bye. No worries.